No, the person's not gone. They're still there. But I think you need to realise that you will come back. Like, it's fine. Fair enough. The baby is priority for the first few months because that's just how it is. And they will obviously take over your life. But it's okay to go out and get a manicure and make yourself feel nice. Like, it's okay to do those things. And I think a lot of mums feel guilty for that and for feel guilty for putting time on themselves. But it is so important. Hello and welcome to Conversations in Confidence, a podcast by It Cosmetics UK. I'm your host, Rose Gallagher, the UK and Ireland brand ambassador, and each week I'm going to talk to some of our friends from the industry about their own confidence journey. Today on Conversations in Confidence, I'm joined by Samantha Silver and Gemma Rose Breger, the ladies behind This Is Mothership. This Is Mothership is a platform that was made to share all kinds of life hacks with busy mums, from how to do makeup in five minutes to brilliant date night outfits that don't require you to shave your legs if you're in a rush. The girls met through their jobs. Um, Sam's a beauty director. We're in her lovely cosy house at the moment with tea, biscuits, the works. Gemma's a fashion stylist. And so between the two of them, they've got a real wealth of experience and knowledge that they just love to share with people. One of the reasons why we were so keen to talk to Sam and Gemma is that we really feel like they embody the true it cosmetic spirit. Our mission is to make people feel as confident as possible, exactly as they are. We use real women in all of our campaigns and we like to keep things simple. And Sam and Gemma do just that on their page. They share unfiltered opinions and advice in the name of helping like-minded people and mums everywhere. So here they are. It's Sam and Gemma. Good morning. Ooh, hi. hi. What an introduction. That was epic. Can we print that? Can you just print it everywhere with that? We will yeah. frame it, laminate yes. it, whatever you fancy. Amazing. Um, it's so lovely to come to your house, Sam. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. much for coming here. Thank you for asking us to do this. What an mm. honour. It's actually lovely, like, given that you both talk about your home life so much, I always really enjoy if we get to visit someone's home when we're doing this project because you really get a sense of the person, don't you? We love going and <laughs> nosing around people's houses. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so you're so known for kind of sharing your home lives and sharing your musings on being mothers. Um, but what was your everyday routine like, both of you, before you had children? What was the day-to-day? I don't even remember what life was before I, children. I don't think we ever realised how much yeah. time we had. Yeah. I think that's been the biggest thing, hasn't yeah. it? Since becoming parents, you we, just lose that yeah. time. We said yesterday we were filming something and it had to be, it was eight minutes to film our makeup. And we said, oh my goodness, do you even remember ever having eight minutes to put makeup on? We were yeah. like, this is so long. Yeah. And then we were like, eight minutes? <laughs> that's yeah. nothing. Yeah, we just never had time to do anything, basically. I Sorry, mean, we, we, we now don't have time to do anything. Yeah. And the mornings now, I think we have, what, 35 seconds in which to put some form of makeup on with a kid on our knee trying to get out the door for the school run. So it's very different. What used to be the thing, would you both say, that gave you the most confidence? For me, it was always fashion. So I used to love having time to like put an outfit together. I was one of those people who would always plan it the night before what I was going to wear the next day. I probably used to think back then, oh, because I've got more time in the evening than in the following morning. But obviously that was ridiculous. I probably had loads of time in the morning. But I always find it so like exciting finding new clothes and putting different things together. And it, that always used to make me feel good. 
you were probably yeah for me as a beauty director I was in a really privileged privileged position where every day I would take different beauty products home from the office and I'd spend hours going through them and trying them and taking them off and trying the the next one Um, and I'd have like a very specific fake tan regime that involved exfoliating on one night of the week and then tanning on the next night of the week and then I'd have a moisturizing plan and then I'd do a top up on like day five and and it was things like that that made me feel more confident going into meetings and doing my job and is having that like very like precise like well-applied glow and um smooth glowing skin and all those kind of things which now these days I mean we're, I don't know when I last fake tanned yeah. well these days so <laughs> you have a girl and a boy Gemma and you have two boys Sam um what were the changes in the routine once the babies came along how did everything mix up I think for me, the biggest change was when I first had my daughter, Belle, who is now four and a half. Um, Originally, obviously, I couldn't fit back into my clothes. And I didn't I was in that position that so many new mums are in that you don't want to spend money buying new clothes because it's hopefully for a short period of time where you don't feel like yourself and your body isn't yourself. Um, So for me, that was really hard to just be someone who was just in leggings and a big Mm T-shirt. And it wasn't until I managed to get back into my old clothes that I began to feel myself like clothes for me are a massive part of who I am and it was my job and it was my life like I loved I still do love everything to do with that um but I guess obviously for Sam again it's the makeup side of it yeah so I found ways in which to get a really you know put together makeup look on but very quickly so when I had Leo and I realized oh my god I've been talking to women for so long through magazines and telling them how to get ready and you know how to do their makeup so fast but actually probably a huge proportion of these women don't have this time in the morning because they've got a kid or they've got children and they have to get out of the house really quickly or they're suddenly doing their makeup with a baby on their knee so I was like how do I adapt this and how can I tell other women so I realized that you know utilizing pencils and products that you can use with one hand was a really great game changer and like makeup crayons that you can swipe on your lid and smudge them with one finger and things like that and so I started to realize that you have to slightly change products that you use and how you use them when you become really time poor or you only have the use of one arm to do things and then this is where the idea I think for this is mothership came across in that we had all this knowledge we just needed to share it in some way and share it as you say with people that are going through the same journey and wondering how they can still feel like themselves when they've had this big change. Yeah, like I think for both of us, we met on Instagram. We didn't actually know each other until our older children were about six months old. And so I think both of us individually felt like there was nothing out there talking to us and saying it's okay to get dressed nicely and wear nice clothes. And I remember even when I was pregnant, I'd still wear like tight bodycon dresses because I wanted to show off my belly. And my friends would be like, oh, you can't buy that. You can't wear that when you're pregnant. Look at the maternity department. I was like, no, absolutely (laughs) not. I'm not changing who I am. Yeah. I think at the time when we started this around four years ago, there was no one out there saying, you can still be a mum and be you. It was a lot more of like, oh, if you're becoming a mum now, you must buy this ugly floral changing bag or do you know what I mean? It's not, you can't, you don't have time to spend time on yourself. You must be at baby classes. And these are the brands that you need to shop with now because you're pregnant or because you're becoming a mum when actually you can still shop in exactly the same places as you did before and wear exactly the same brands. And do you think that having this realisation, so I'm kind of gauging that you both felt this way and that belief kind of brought you together. Mm -hmm. Do you think that both having that mindset helped you to feel more confident through the process of you know going through the pregnancy having the baby keeping that sense of self? Yeah I think absolutely I think for we're both people that if we 
haven't got any makeup on or aren't wearing nice clothes or anything, you don't feel good within yourself. If you're just slobbing about in your pyjamas that are covered in baby sick all day, you will not feel good. So I think we were both the type of person that felt so much better from getting dressed and getting outside for even 10 minutes of fresh air and putting on a red lipstick and that sort of thing. But so we didn't actually meet until our kids were six months old. And so it was quite bizarre to meet somebody who was thinking the same things and doing the same things, but we hadn't come across each other. Um, But I do think at the beginning, I don't know, I don't think you had this, but I did have like a huge loss of, I felt a sense of um, losing my identity when I first had Leo because I was no longer working in the job that I was doing I was on maternity leave and I was outside of a big bubble um, and I had loads of friends in there and I wasn't necessarily doing the same thing anymore I I wasn't dressing up to go out I wasn't putting the makeup on I remember you saying to me that you were always Sam the beauty director stylist and now you were Sam Leo's mom yeah and I was like who who am I if I'm not Sam from stylist I don't know who I am anymore so it did take me a few months to um become or be okay with being Sam Leo's mom it is quite strange suddenly people only referring to you as mum when that's not what you've been before and it is like you do have to get your head around that in a way and so what steps did you take when you kind of fell in that place how did you make sure you were looking after yourself and make sure you were giving yourself that time as well as looking after this new baby we both say all the time becoming a parent is like starting a completely new job you have no idea what you're doing the baby doesn't know what it's doing no it's like no one knows what they're doing and in some way you need to just like work it out I think that as time goes on you obviously get more confident with the baby thing and and with yourself I see now like my sister-in-law's just had a baby and she's like I'm not me and I'm like you're gonna get you back I think you get you can get into such a dark place um I think mentally and physically of I am not myself anymore that person has gone, but the person's not gone. They're still there. But I think it just takes time. And I think everybody obviously needs time to come around to it. I think you need to realize that you will come back and you have to do things to be proactive. Like it's fine. Fair enough. The baby is priority for the first few months because that's just how it is. And they will obviously take over your life, but it's okay to then at the end of the day, when your husband comes home, go out and get a manicure and make yourself feel nice. Like it's okay to do those things. And I think a lot of mums feel guilty for that and for feel guilty for putting time on themselves, but it is so important. One of the things actually that kind of ties nicely into that is I was going to say, you obviously set up this is mothership. You knew you had all of these things to say. You were speaking to people in the same position as you. Um, when you're speaking to these new mums, is that something that you hear quite a lot? That a mum will say, yeah. I've lost yeah. a bit all the of time. Me. All the time. All the time we hear this. Yeah, all the time from people. And it's so sad because obviously we were them at one point, but we didn't know that we were there. Yeah. And now we're where we are. And I think it's really hard to say to someone, you'll come back to you, it's okay. Because people can't really, you can't see that when you're in that position. Um, but yeah, with time, everybody will gradually realise it. And it's okay that it takes time to realise that. But also I feel like sometimes people see Instagram and they think it's all quite frivolous and it's just a lot of swipe up to buy this and sell this. But actually everything that we put on there has um, both of our knowledge, years of knowledge behind it. And we only put things on there that we genuinely think will make somebody feel good about themselves. Yeah. For example, there was a lady who DM'd us the other day and we actually put it on Insta stories who had a four week old baby. And she said, I bought the gold sparkly top Aww. that you guys wore from your video the other day. And I've got my red lipstick on and here's a picture. And I feel like me again. So we then posted that picture and then all these other mums were replying <sighs> being like, she looks amazing. Tell her she looks brilliant and stuff. And like, so that, that will obviously make that mum feel so much better yeah so and putting on a red lip takes 
a minute less. Like, yeah. yeah less it's hard because obviously at the beginning we're always like we don't have the time we don't have the time but you've got 20 seconds to whack mm. something on that will instantly make your whole day turn around absolutely our, like, our biggest mantra is if you can do one thing wash your hair it will make yourself feel so oh, really much so it'll be the hair over any makeup hair, sunglasses out the door red lip go for a walk yeah. hair sunglasses red lip yeah well there we have what are what are some of the common questions that mothers would ask you or what are some of the things that they want advice on we get a total mix between fashion and beauty and children lifestyle yeah. um fashion wise a lot of people talk about denim and how to find the right style that suits their body shape because obviously a lot of people's body completely changes yeah and some people won't ever go back to the shape they were before like i know for me like my bones have moved so this is where my bones are from now <laughs> they're not moving anywhere again do you know what i mean it's not anything to do with weight or anything just your shape changes so personally i had to find like new styles that suit my different body and so we get a lot of dms about that beauty questions beauty wise um obviously how to not look tired is one of our biggest yeah. um questions that we get asked all the time but also i think people underestimate how their skin will change when they have a baby because there's so many hormones obviously flying around your skin is so different in pregnancy and then post-pregnancy and people have we, we get asked all the time just basic skincare questions and how to get that glow back because you're so tired breastfeeding makes you so dehydrated um yeah people just feel like they've got this like tinge of gray to their skin so getting a glow back is always a big question I think it's lovely you know whenever you have a question like that you want to ask an expert in that field so you would want to ask a fashion stylist or a beauty director but it just gives it that extra quality of this person understands me yeah when, we've been there when they know that you're in exactly yeah. the same position um so say Gemma for example um how do you think the right fashion choice can really enhance a person's confidence in this time. I think it can massively enhance it. I remember Samantha Silver over here um, <laughs> when she always used to turn up with her jeans and her t-shirt was untucked. And I was like, why are you hiding that part of your body? Like tucking your t-shirt, show that that bit's flat and that'll make your legs look longer and everything. And probably every day now you tuck in your t-shirt, yeah. <laughs> like every single day, like, tuck it in and put a belt on. There's tiny little things you can do. We actually just posted a styling tips video of really simple things that, that anybody can do with anything in their wardrobe that they already have that will make a difference to how they feel and how they hold themselves. Because if you don't like what you're wearing when you go out, you're going to be more hunched and not confident yeah. <clears throat> excuse me and then obviously if you like your outfit you're going to stand tall and stand more proud and so it'll make you feel better and make your day better and it's all connected um there's lots of things we always say chuck on a blazer over something because it may even if you're wearing your avocado schmish jeans and just a white t-shirt put on a blazer over it roll up your sleeves keeps your body in proportion makes you feel like you're pulled together and wearing an actual outfit rather than just wearing jeans and a t-shirt yeah and then it'll just make you feel better and it's one of those things, isn't it, that we're talking about new mothers and people at the moment. But, you know, Gemma, you've worked across so many different projects over the years, whether it's styling celebrities, magazine shoots, private clients. Um, but this kind of confidence piece is something that affects everybody oh, at every absolutely. time, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And it's funny because it's so much more rewarding now getting DMs from random mothers all over the UK saying, what should I wear with this? And me sending links or something to put an outfit together and then messaging again, being like, oh, I love it and I bought it and I look great and I feel good compared to like styling some A-list celebrity who 
doesn't really care that much <laughs> so <laughs> it's just more rewarding doing it this way around and having that relationship to check yeah, in with them yeah, again exactly, and yeah. like that lady that said oh yeah. just to fill you in like I felt yeah. fab in my outfit we've got our on Instagram we've got um a folder where the regular DMs come into and then some women who have either gone through bad times or something and so we keep them in that folder so we can like go back and check up and just send a message yeah. saying like how's today how's- going and stuff and it's amazing watching the progress of at the beginning when they first started following it was they were having a really bad time and then obviously just through general life like things have improved for them and they take on board advice and it's so nice to watch it's so lovely I think to have just a community of people that you can talk to and that's one of the great things I think about social media is that you can identify someone that's like-minded and think well I'm going to ask them for a bit of advice they'll know the answer um how does it work for you, Sam? I mean, as you say, you absolutely are this person that everyone knew as that's, you know, Sam from Stylist. Um, what kind of questions and things do people ask you and how do you use beauty to help them to enhance their confidence? So I think um, we've always found that doing beauty videos on Instagram really helps because people like to see as you know how to apply products I think people are really scared of beauty in the beginning they don't understand how to use things or even yesterday we were in our local shopping center and we just had a wander around the beauty hall and picked up a few tips like you can always learn you can always find different ways of using things I think it's hard to um, give skincare advice on Instagram which we get asked a lot about because obviously we can't see that person's skin we're not qualified dermatologists we do always recommend to go and see someone but we can try and help with product recommendations that do make a change and like Gemma says in this folder we've got um comments from people dms to say thank you so much it's really changed it's really made a difference things like that um it is I do think that having this um really direct communication on instagram like Gemma says it's far more rewarding than I used to love working on a magazine and writing my pages and I still do enjoy writing features for magazines but you don't have the back and forth you're just talking no one's replying back to you and this I think is far more rewarding and I think you know at a time when we're subjected to so much perfection on social media um you know you can't tell when something's filtered or airbrushed or this or that or the other it's nice to have those places like your page where everything's kept a bit more real and just very kind of truthful. We said from the very start we would never airbrush our pictures because we don't want our kids to ever think that, hang on, you've changed something and ever think that they have to change themselves. So that for a start is really important to us. Secondly, we don't have the time to yeah. <laughs> dedicate to making things look perfect because things aren't perfect. For example, today you guys have come here because my little boy is off sick from nursery. Like, you know, like things happen, life happens. It's yeah. not always perfect. You can't plan it so it can be perfect. And we'd hate to be those people that people see on Instagram and make people feel rubbish. Yeah. Like there's obviously those accounts out there and that's fine if that's their thing and that works for them. But for us, if we ever made someone feel rubbish because of what we were doing that that's just defeats the purpose of everything we're doing um do you find that people are very forthcoming with sharing with you like private things and- yeah I think we get sometimes we get messages I think people do it because they think it's kind of anonymous obviously we can see their name but we don't know who they are we don't know anything about them so I think if you're anonymously talking to someone you're more likely to just open up yeah so yeah we definitely get messages sometimes it's a bit too much information um, <laughs> but we go with it anyway and it's fine if that's what makes people feel better then absolutely go for it and give it a go and try it and that's fine um but I think going back to the airbrushing especially for me because I've got a daughter 
the thought of her looking in a mirror and saying like, oh, I don't like that. Or I don't like this would literally be the most devastating thing I could ever hear. Like I couldn't handle that. So I'm so aware now of it, it not being just about looks as well. Yeah. Like there's a lot of quotes on Instagram that I always try and say to her, but like, you're not, it's not that you're pretty, like you've got a pretty mind and yeah. your brain is brilliant and you're so smart and you're funny and, and focusing on all of them rather than just how you look. I'd hate for her to grow up and I think what we probably grew up in, I think it's a completely different generation now. I think it's amazing that, can you imagine 10 years ago, someone saying I'm not filtering a, I'm not editing a campaign. It just wouldn't have It happened. would never have happened. You wouldn't have believed people saying that and now it does. So when change you, is coming. I'm just actually curious, like when you first met, because you both had such a similar background, um, you were going through exactly the same journey at the same time. What did you actually do for this first in real life, <laughs> let's so, get together and be best friends? So our IRL story is we basically, so we knew of each other because we'd been in sort of similar work circles in the same sort of industry we'd never actually met each other um and obviously we'd had our babies around the same time and we'd followed each other on instagram and then we took it to the next level and we commented on each other's posts oh, at one stage we go. Yeah. It all started this is how it began off. so sam had posted saying that she needs to get new clothes she's kind of getting her body back or whatever after having leo and she wants to get a whole new wardrobe and she can't handle that every store just has crop tops and where should she go so i commented and then i had a what we call a mum life crisis and decided i wanted to <laughs> bleach my hair dye pink pink i've still not done it four years later um maybe next week so then um she missed she commented on mine saying go to this person this is who you should see and blah 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 and then so i'd thought of the idea i'd had uh, my own blog for a long time I'd actually gone back to work as a stylist when my daughter was six weeks old and instantly regretted the decision because it was too soon. And But I was freelance at the time and I panicked that, again, a similar sort of thing, like I am Gemma the fashion stylist, what am I going to do with my life? I used to travel a lot with work and then I realised I just want to be with my daughter and I don't want to be away and I want to watch her grow up and pick her up from nursery and everything. Um, so I was on set on a shoot and I was actually in a janitor's cupboard pumping my boobs and the art director came out and was banging on the door saying get out we need the stylist on set what are you playing at get out here and I was like for my mum being like what am I doing I can't cope went home and was like I need a game plan because what is my life now what, what am I going to do I knew that I wanted to work we were both the same like I we were never going to be stay-at-home mums there's absolutely nothing wrong with that if that's what you want to do but for us we felt like we needed to be stimulated and in our creative industry we both just felt like we had um worked so hard to get to where we are in our careers why should we let that go just because we'd had kids um and I think I, um, on my maternity leave was very, this is like five years ago now. And I was very conscious that, um, magazines were starting to invest more money in digital. And if I left the print magazine for a year and I would go back, everyone would be working, um, you know, 360 degrees and I would have no, um, digital knowledge. So on my maternity leave, I sat here and I built a blog, um, and it was like, beautiful. which is actually hilarious because Sam is not good with tech stuff at all. I've just actually realized <laughs> why, why it didn't really go very far. So I sat and I built a blog and I taught myself how to resize pictures and things like that. And it was for mums on beauty who had no time, but there were like two posts on it. But I think I'd put it on Instagram and you'd seen it. And then Gemma DM'd me one night um, on Twitter, which is really funny because neither of us use Twitter anymore. And it was like 10.30 at night and she DM'd me saying, hi, this is really random. I want to launch something for mums who are into fashion and beauty. I think maybe you do too. Um, if you think this is really random, just completely ignore me. And I was in bed at oh, yeah, night. Yeah, I was like, I'm aware this is the weirdest email you'll get, but 
hey, if you're interested, let me know. <laughs> and what what was the gut instinct that you'd had about Sam that was like, Sam's yeah, the girl I need to do this with? question. I'm not sure. I think it was probably that there wasn't many people. I, I knew I wanted to start something and I wanted it to be fashion and beauty because they obviously go hand in hand, especially with motherhood. Um, and I didn't, I probably didn't know that many beauty people, but I wanted to, yeah, sorry, you were the only one. <laughs> the <laughs> no, only choice. I think it's that we were at the same level career wise. So, and I knew I obviously couldn't do the beauty thing and I couldn't do it by myself. I think, I don't actually know. I wish I could like rewind back then and think, yeah. She was obviously very inspired by my personal Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> she was my only beauty friend, my beauty Insta friend. <laughs> so I turned around to my husband. So I was like, this random girl has just sent me a DM saying, do I want to like go and set something up? And he said to me, well, what else are you doing tomorrow? And I was like, oh yeah, nothing much. So I replied and said, yeah, can I come to yours around three o'clock tomorrow? So it. I turned to her house. She lives 20 minutes away. We got on, like, we got on quite well. So we thought while well, we're here, let's buy a domain name <laughs> I mean and this then, escalated the very night, quickly yeah very quickly very the next the next night she came to my house and we sat here and we built this as mothership and I was like hi husband here's my new business partner and it that was it but the thing is that we realized like we were saying well, you have no time when you're a mum, so we couldn't sit and deliberate over it because it would never happen I also I was going back to stylist three weeks later and we knew that if I, it was so full on working then. I was going back four days a week. And if we hadn't had have a website and Instagram, everything set up before I went back, it, it wouldn't have got it done. It would never have happened. Yeah. Yeah. And I think also at the time, surprisingly, no one else was doing anything similar. So obviously we were in this situation where we'd follow different influencers and it would be someone being like, hey, I just bought this dress. It looks so cute on me. You should buy this dress too. And I'd be like, no, I shouldn't buy that dress. That color doesn't suit my skin tone. That's not good for my body shape and everything at that point there was no experts out there saying wait you shouldn't buy this dress here's you another one or this instead. is the type of thing you should go for yeah um so I think obviously our background played a big part in why this all took off and hopefully continues to take off <laughs> absolutely continues to take off I mean I found it's really interesting. Like I don't have children, but I find myself very drawn to everything that you have shared as well, because it's just very much um, real results, real time, no faffing about. And whether you have children or not, I think everyone is flat out, let alone well, if you have children. It. We say this all the time that mums are not the only time poor people. Every single woman has no time. So if our speedy tips and tricks can help anyone, they're not specifically for mums, they're for anyone. We've got a lot of non-mum followers. Yeah, yeah, one of them <laughs> sat right here. Some men also. Hey. It's interesting because I think it goes back to what you said at the beginning, which was what did we do before we had children? Yeah. We were still probably really busy. We still would have benefited ourselves from these hacks and tips and stuff oh, i don't know i used to spend like 45 minutes putting my makeup on. so funny remember what someone asked us once um if you didn't have the kids around like what would you do before getting ready for a night out and you were like i'd do my makeup and i get my hair done and everything i was like i'll sleep <laughs> Just go to bed. <laughs> um okay a question for both of you what advice kind of coming back to new mothers now again what advice would you give to a new mother that wants to feel the most confident I think number one, get outside and have fresh air for 10 minutes every day. Mm -hmm. No matter how bad you're feeling, just put on a coat and get outside. Yeah, that makes such a huge difference to your mental state, definitely. Yeah. And then... Wash your hair. Yeah, put on some red lipstick. I just think if you get outside and you've had a shower, you will instantly feel better about life. And it's so lovely to hear that, actually, because you hear so much elaborate 
advice and sometimes it's just really simple things that can make a big difference totally. and it? also if you're in a really bad place which a lot of mums are I mean at least 50% of new mums I'd say have a very rough time at the beginning just because it's so difficult and it's such an adjustment you don't have the like mental capacity to do anything fancy yeah like you just just get outside just 10 minutes around your block and come back and you're, the small steps are best yeah totally totally well, it's been so lovely talking to you both. Are we done? We it could go been, on I know, we could go we on We talked too much, sorry everyone. <laughs> no, it's been lovely. Um, I imagine there's going to be lots of people that want to keep up with you individually, want to keep up with This Is Mothership. So can you just tell us a little bit about where we can find you and what we can expect when we do? Um, we are at This Is Mothership and thisismothership.com is the blog. If you've got lots of time, you should scroll back on the blog because there's lots of really great things on there before we had two kids. And um, <laughs> we have a place there called This Is Mother Shop where um, everything that we recommend from, you know, for new mums, traveling with kids, beauty and fashion is on there. So they're like our swear buys that never change. Yeah, it's basically evergreen content that we don't want to be the kind of people that would have a mother shop and change it around all the time because that defeats the purpose. Like this is the stuff we have both used. We started a mother shop maybe almost two years ago. It was in secret. No one knew that it was actually there. Um, and yeah, all the, all the stuff's the same. So it's not about like, hey, go and buy this. Oh, wait, no, we changed our mind. This one's good. Like obviously we add to it as time goes on because we try new things and we find new things. But yeah. It's, it's more the staples. The staples, the kids' staples, yeah. the baby staples that work. Um, one of the things that we say at It Cosmetics, there's a mission statement that we kind of try and embody in everything we do. One of my favourite phrases in it is that we want people to feel good, whether it's for the first time or the first time in a long time. Yes. And I think that just sounds perfectly yeah. like what you two do yeah, as well. I love that. Yeah. Who knew we were such a good match? <laughs> See, it was a match made in heaven. Amazing. Um, thank you so much for having you. us. Thank you for joining us and we'll look forward to seeing you again thank you for listening and if you liked this episode please subscribe and leave a review you can find us on social media at it cosmetics on facebook it cosmetics uki on instagram and discover more interviews like this at itcosmetics.co.uk thank you for joining us we'll talk to you soon